hormones of the day, and this is You're Gonna Kill That Girl. Podcast examining every single Ramon song alphabetically <laughs> from 53rd and 3rd to the word zero. I'm Molly. And I'm Philip. And today you are joining us for You're Gonna Kill That Girl. Hey. You're gonna kill that girl. That's it. You're gonna kill that girl. Hey guys, thanks for joining us today. Um, this song is coming off of Leave Home. This is the uh, 1977 release, their second studio album. Uh, Tommy and Tony are producing on this hey. one. Hey, hey. Of, hey, we love this sitcom. <laughs> Tommy and Tony producing. <laughs> Joey Ramone of the Ramones writes on this. Yeah. And Philip Mott is. <gasps> yeah. Um, what did I have to do? I think you've got something to say about what kind of category this belongs I do. Into. I'm giving this a love. Ramon style love. Ramon style love because she has to die at the end. Well, there's a couple things here. <laughs> okay, like, break it down. It's a Joey song. He saw a girl. Yeah. He got all Twitter painted about it. Oh, so Twitter painted. I gave it the qualifying, like second secondary thing of yeah. misbehavior because he's gonna kill that girl. Like that. Yeah. So I wanna I wanna Oosh. get into that interpretation, but but first. The news. The news. <laughs> Our top story. The band, the Ramones, played this song live a bunch of times. I we won't guess. tell you until after the break. Oh, no, yeah, go ahead. Welcome Take to it. Colgate Hour. A full Just, hour of stories about Colgate toothpaste. It's been 186 episodes and we're so professional. Um, <laughs> I'm really Listen, having, at this I'm really point, if we're not having fun, then what no, are we what? doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, take a guess. Take a guess how many I, times. I really do want to take a guess. Then you may. Okay, I, I'm going to give a few facts that are going to substantiate my guess. Okay. A, it's the Leave Home album. Yep, They've second one. They've got a lot of career left to go. B, not to jump ahead to like love or leave, mm-hmm. but the song is very catchy. Yes. And it's fun, C, in a ramones kind of way, if you know what I mean. Yes, facts. So, although it doesn't play into the whole play it fast and furious template that we all know Johnny Ramone loved, I do think it has a swing about it that could have sustained some playtime on stage. We're going to need an answer, Senator. 200 times. I found 61 confirmed and adjusted for inflation, 171. Pretty dang close, kids. Pretty <laughs> so, dang close. Grab a book on your oh, way out. Thank you. You won that prize. Uh, yeah, 171 times. I think you have solid logic. Yeah. Um, uh, I noticed, though, one thing that throws that off, even though it's from that early period, is they only really played it between 1976 and 1981. So, but they played a lot of shows between so, that time. Sure, but I mean, it wasn't it wasn't like Beat on the Brat or yeah, yeah, something yeah, that yeah. like carried on. Until yeah, yeah, yeah. They let it go at some yeah. point, and I could see why they would let it go. Honestly, sure. um, this uh, I I would like to personally note that this song uh, I always think of very notably on the their live album. It's alive. It closes out side one, arguably the best seven consecutive tracks of 
Ramones rock there is. Is that your opinion? That is my opinion. I love that opinion. That That's is my so opinion. Great. So yeah, it's great. I feel like you could play just that chunk and be like, that's the band, folks. That's what we're dealing with. Wow. I think, it, okay, so that's I'm putting amazing. myself on the spot, but I think it goes uh, Rockaway Beach, Teenage Lobotomy, Blitzkrieg Bop, uh, I Want to Be Well, Glad to See You Go, Gimme Gimme Shock Treatment, and then this one. That's your that's your slate. So it's a lot of, like, top, top hits. Yeah. And then a couple that are like, oh, but these are, like, just, like, oozing Solid. off some solidness. Yeah. From thing. So, yeah. That's my band name, Oozing Off Some Solidness. <laughs> Coming up next, we've got Oozing Off Some Solidness. My doctor told me I had to ooze off some solidness. <laughs> Bad news. Um, this is our last song from Leave Home. Man. And uh, it is also our last Joey-written song. So, I mean, we're second to last anyway, so it's going to be last no matter what. But, but yeah, this closes out you're our bringing up a good. You're bringing up a good point, which was this is our last joy written song yep i know we weren't really paying attention before but um maybe this is a bit forward thinking who's joy ron well (laughs) (laughs) no what are you gonna say i'm sorry who knows (laughs) (laughs) joy like from friends it's like a that dead horse just can't get beat into a pulpy enough ball of it um okay so no no uh were you paying attention when other writers were falling away as the last? Um, yes. Uh, and you but, just didn't although bring I mean, it to really, there's notable, there's notable ones. So, so I, if we relied on you for these facts, I'm, I'm, without you, what do we know? Good point. <laughs> um, I believe in our last set, I mentioned that it was like uh, uh, Johnny's last writing credit. We still haven't gotten to Dee Dee's last writing credit. Uh huh. So and I, we never will. As yeah, he continues to write from the grave. He's still sending these in. I got another letter. <laughs> I keep getting these letters. Um, so so of the I don't think I I mean like I think CJ Wright wrote maybe two, so uh-huh. it's you know, I and I think we mentioned Richie's last one, so I mean sorta. I don't think I don't remember I don't remember marking the occasion when Marky's last one showed up, but sure. I mean uh, this is also speaking of more last. I got lots of last. Okay, we. But I mean, now's the time. I, yeah, now's, you know, the, now's the time. We got to get this in. Just to take a minute for all you listeners out there, um, if you're just tuning in for the first time with us, we're at the end. We're about to wrap up these shenanigans. Yep, we burned the other 185 episodes. It has only got been two more. a long freaking time. Yeah, right. And now it's over. Mm, that's it. Um, yeah, this is also our lot. Our last taste of Tommy. Tommy, no. no. Yep. Uh, like and I said, to- Tommy, and, but Tommy to end Tony. to end on a Tommy Tony is so good. <laughs> what we want for this album is that Tommy and Tony tone. Can you give me that? <laughs> that Tony and Tommy tone. So no, good. this is our final. This is our final song from the original, like the T-shirt lineup. This totally. Is, this is it. Also, I have to say that it's nice to end on one of these like. Deep cut, yeah. Fun zones. I mean, this album's a real fun zone. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, There's a is... lot of sad times that we could have ended on. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we do have one more, but still. <laughs> um, so I'm trying to read my notes here. Um, oh, we have one, two, three, fours in this. Yes, and not just one. one no, two, a couple four, of times. A couple. Yeah. And I pointed out to you. Yes, please tell our audience that I find the first one that happens. Uh, to sound like Dee Dee is running in the room, I presume from the bathroom. 
has like, to be. The, so the scenario. My dad will love this episode. <laughs> Why you always got to bring vacuum humor into it? <laughs> the the scenario that I have in my mind is they were starting the song. They realized Dee Dee wasn't there. So they're like, just play that part like slow. Just keep just, going. Stall it out. I'm almost there. And then they get to it and he just grabs his bass and runs in and shouts out any four numbers he can. And they <laughs> just start. <laughs> and they start. Yeah. So yeah, we have two one two three four. It's really great, actually. I a good one two three four. Yeah, it is. Yeah, even though it's funny, we didn't. We've obviously like we're big fans of one two three four. We love the one <laughs> two three fours. I mean, <laughs> we put it in the beginning. We, we had to. But we, it seems like something that's difficult to differentiate, you know, between them and the myriad of them. A lot of them are pretty similar. Sure. But this one really stuck out at me. It was like it's way back there. It's like not yeah. at the forefront. Like this is the same al- album with California Sun, where it's like, sure, exactly what you hear at the very yeah. beginning. And also, this is the, not... one comes not even at the beginning; it comes somewhere in the middle, somewhere. Yeah. It always kickstarts the uh, the the rocking part. It's fun. Yeah, it is fun. Um, I'm just looking at my other facts. Do you have any other facts to chime in? I got maybe one more along the line of conjecture. No, I mean, I've got uh, so much conjecture. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, hit us with some conjecture. Um, well, <laughs> I was I was doing the old research, as you do. Yeah. You know? In the um, library. In the, li- the, <laughs> in the YouTube library. The YouTube no, library. No, I wanted to point out that Paradigm Zero, I think this is my future husband, by the way, Paradigm Zero, on YouTube said, FYI, don't play this song in your car on a first date. <laughs> <laughs> Solid. Solid, because it's about killing that girl. Okay. Real, real sad time. I want to very carefully try to justify this song. That oh, okay. It is not about that. About just strangling a woman here's, for here's, power? No. Here's, <laughs> here's what I, and, and again, and I feel like over the course of the show and my life, I have realized that not all of my man opinions are facts. Oh, I know. So, I mean, it took us a hundred and some episodes, but here we are. I am so proud of you. Except for this time. No. Um, Except for now when I'm telling no, you I'm no, right. So here's, so here's the thing. Yeah. The narrator of this song yeah. is seeing this stuff happen. He's like, uh-huh. she's walking down the street. He jumped out and knocked oh, her off her feet. Got it. He's going to kill that girl. Oh, man. 911, he's going to kill that girl. And so, Somebody's got to get down here. Yeah. And so... So I mean, here's our here's our like more critical angle where like other artists might have written the end of the song. It's like that. What's that thing? It was like the difference between comedy and tragedy is where the ending is. So yeah, like yeah. if you, so this one ends on the tragedy where like there isn't. So I fought him off, like they don't have yeah. the end of like and I kicked his ass and and she's alive. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, it ends with. You're going to kill that girl. But, and this is where more justification comes in for me. It's like, oh, they're not such a bad guy. Um, In my mind, the cinematic picture that I'm seeing is, Mm. here's Joey Ramone walking down the street, as you do. He sees this girl. So naturally, he's instantly in love with her. Of course, he falls in (laughs) love right away. And she gets jumped by somebody. So that's all the slow part. Yeah. And then when the... He's Fast running up part to it. Is him running? <gasps> yes. I love this interpretation. That is my that is my mini movie that that's, happens, and that's why girls want to be with Joey. I guess so. He is such a hero. 
<laughs> Clearly. Clearly. Oh, that makes yeah. me so happy. And again, for everybody just joining us right now for the first time, um, <laughs> the, the storytelling is epic because you can interpret it yeah. oftentimes so many different ways. And I love that interpretation of it. And yeah. I, you know, yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I, yeah, I, it, it's always kind of been there. It's like I, a little movie. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think there's even a part with it that just, I don't, like I say, I don't know if it's rationalization, but I, yeah, I always feel myself get excited when they start playing faster. I'm like, yeah, that's how it's just like, if you're soundtracking the scene, that's how. So that's my conjecture. I, I love can't that. say that that's what it is. But there you go. Uh, Thank you very much. What made up facts do you have? I didn't really have any made up facts. I was just had some bullshit. I okay. found online. Right. I thought it was fun. <laughs> All right. Um So you're back in your library. No, I'm back in my library. I've Sipping got the encyclopedias open <laughs> to the R's. RAs. <laughs> um Al Jazz. Egypt on YouTube said, right. uh, is this possibly just a parody parody? I, 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 I missed the word on this, so I don't know if okay. they said parody or um, anyway of the Beatles. You're going to lose that girl. Hmm. Hey, you're going to lose that girl. You're going to lose. Um, and may, that maybe ooh. it was their spin on the Beatles song. I thought that was okay. really interesting. I didn't. You know, it's funny. I didn't see that one, but I saw it as kind of re- maybe it's a mix of that with Dead Man's Curve. Because remember, Dead Man's Curve also has a similar like the song everything. that Pearl Jam remade. No, oh, I don't know. Did, no, no, that's Last Kiss. Okay, but it, but all all three belong to that genre of uh-huh. someone's going to die, and yeah, I love them. Yeah. But no, Dead Man's Curve is the Gene and Dean song. Oh, where Gene like and Dean, yeah. it breaks down in the middle and says, "Well, you know, I lost control and I started to swerve," and it gets really slow, uh-huh. and and it feels like that. So it almost feels like the Jan and Dean type story. Uh-huh. But they're like, "Oh, but what if?" Yeah, I can see. I mean, I can see that. I that, mean, I love all these off. ideas. Yeah, definitely, it's, it's fun. Probably, it probably literally is a mix of them. I'm sure. Like, I mean, they're sick. It's Beatles like, song. here's the thing, you know, just getting to hear Richie Ramone talk about their moans and, you know, hearing him say they didn't really think about anything too much. And here's what I think I'm getting from this intense study of this band is that <laughs> they were very influenced. And yeah. like, like we all like as Americans, we all are, you know, we're so influenced by pop culture and it's not a bad thing. Whether they, they knew it or not. Yeah, too. that's what I'm saying is I don't think that they thought about it. that They were going to like do an homage to American 60s music. I just think that that was soaked in them. They were mm-hmm. all sponges for that. So when they started writing that music, it just came out very naturally. And they're not yeah. trying to do a Jan and Dean style, blah, blah, blah. It's just that's what's in their DNA. That's what's in their muscles. That's what's in their muscle memory. Right. And so they're doing that thing. I don't know if it's giving them too much credit or not enough, but I agree. I feel like it's a type of thing. A lot of times it feels like with them and with other songwriting too, with other songwriters too, that the it almost feels like it just wrote itself because it's like, well, yeah, this is one of those songs. It starts slow and then it goes fast. It's one of those <laughs> songs. But I mean, but I mean, it's not. It's it's the type of thing yeah. where like if you tr- if you tried to apply some sort of grand scheme like you're saying was like this is how i'm going to pay homage to this artist and this artist it's like no no it never consciously occurred they can't if they are they were trying to tell a story like this and those stories go like this yeah 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 so i think it that's part of what i think the sincerity 
come through. Yeah, no, I think that's a great word for the Ramones in general. For Ramones A, <laughs> is that, and then here, here's, I mean, we've been doing this a long time now. Long time. For anybody, um, for anybody, to, to think about this band, any time that I'm not jiving with this band, hmm. with real critical study and with a, a heart that wants to love everything they do as gospel. You know what I mean? I want to take everything they do as genius. So when it's not resonating with me, I have to ask myself why. Mm -hmm. And I think what I've come to realize over the past four years is that when I don't think the Ramones are being true to themselves, you can tell very quickly. Yeah. And when they're being true to themselves, everything just sounds great and works fine. I can't remember where (laughs) it was on in our own show or something else or what, but... Or a book, or this has been so long. I've been in that library with those encyclopedias. Man, so many so encyclopedias. Far, I'm barely getting through it. No, um, uh, We've I like got how the we're 78 bo- edition, I like the 79 edition, yeah, the 80 keep, edition. We're to keep the updating. 82 edition, the oh, 84 God. edition. Then we're like, okay, 88 edition, really 92 something. edition. By, by the end, we just said, is there a way you could just send us our. We don't need a new earlier one. They're like, no, you have to have the whole set. You have to get the whole set. Then there was the CDs. They were all like AOL CDs. Uh, Anyway, I lost my train of thought. um, (laughs) We're talking about the Ramones. Maybe maybe it'll come to me by way of this. There's a couple things in here that I have always kind of misheard. In this song in particular, in the lyrics. Okay, yes. So one I think is funny, which is when it gets to the chorus – I think he's supposed to be saying, hey, he's going to kill that girl. Yeah. So number one, that's kind of funny because the song title is You're Going to Kill That Girl. But the lyrics, he's clearly saying, hey, hey, hey he's going to kill that girl. Hey. But here's the other hey, thing. Hey, he's going to kill that girl. Here's the other funny part. Hey. Here's the other funny part I heard just like worked over my head today. It sounds more like he's saying, hey. So it sounds like he's going to list off a bunch of things. He's like, like, oh, man, hey, he's going to kill that girl. A, he's gonna kill that girl. And he's not. I don't know why it sounds like he's making a list. But it's, where's the B? Where's the B? <laughs> There's the same thing as two uh, So that's one that I've always like tripped over. The other one is when Joey says he jumped down and knocked her off her feet. I have always thought it was he jumped Danny, knocked her off his feet, which made no sense. Danny at all. says. And that's the thing. It's like I knew too much, and then I applied it on <laughs> You're, like, overthinking it. So here's – so <laughs> while well, I'm, like – I'm filibustering here for it. So to really double down on my craziness of that, uh, I will cite another book from the <laughs> library. Uh, I, I forget the guy's name right now, um, but it, the book is called Damone Ramon. So it's D-A-M-O-N-E. Okay. Ramon. And it's pretty fun. The premise is that everything that we've been told about the facts of the Ramones are not true. It was all a fabrication. They actually were all brothers. They, <laughs> they, they lived, like, long lives. It was all this big conspiracy. And oh, Damone, funny. Damone was the one who discovered through very disgusting means uh, this way of making music. And – he made in the book he initially made the music by coordinating uh sewing machines so if you think about it if you think of sewing machines all going together like (laughs) so he performs like this concert for all of his brothers and their sister ramona (laughs) 
He performs them all. Okay. And they they like it so much, and yeah, and eventually like they're they're part of like this drug uh, ring where they they keep going down to Cuba, and eventually Damone gets stranded on a desert island. It's it is insane. It is worth reading for the fact that it's like you've always wondered if you could write this kind of theoretical nonfiction fiction. Sure. And here it is, like three hundred pages of it. But in the course of the book, they will casually, and I feel not irritatingly, drop like a couple quotes. And one, I swear, is when Damone gets back from the island. <laughs> okay. Spoiler alert. He gets back from the island. Gets back from the island, and it's like circa 1977. So he's been gone for three years. So he's missed them like going to CBGBs and stuff like that. So sure. his friend tells him, oh, my God, they're there. And he goes there, and they and it says something like, I jumped Danny, knocked him off his feet. Oh. And it, it's written right there. And I'm like, oh, of course, from the song. So that means that this writer misheard it just like I did. That's so funny. Yeah, it's real weird. But I he had the internet. Out. Why didn't he just look it up? I don't know. I don't know. Well, maybe he wasn't. It's, it's maybe in he the wasn't. encyclopedias. Doesn't he own a set? Of He's 1979. Only, no, he, went, he only got it up to 76. He only oh, got the first album. Blah, 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 blah. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's my long way of saying I've always heard Jump Danny, which is not what he says. It's not what he says. And uh, plugging that book, Damone Ramon, which is super weird. It sounds super weird, but kind of good. Yeah. It's an interesting idea. Yeah. I guess the guy just thought it was like, I've always wanted them to actually be brothers. So. Well, the, the interesting – I, I want to – spin off of that idea for a second Go. because I, I feel like the nugget of that idea was um you know what what if what if everything you know about the Ramones is just a tale mm -hmm. and I feel like so much of what we've discussed on this podcast is the mythos of the Ramones the sure the the moments in the Ramones history that kind of made the story of the Ramones and I feel like over time as we've spoken to people who actually knew them it feels like a lot of that story is just like 10 or 12 points in the history of these men that mm. try to fill the whole space of 20 years of life together. Sure. And so, you know, yeah, this idea, yeah, bit, this idea that Johnny and Joey, you know, were upset about this girl for 20 years or 10 years even and never spoke to each other. I mean, probably some of that is exaggerated. Mm -hmm. Probably. Yeah. You know, it wasn't. It's exciting to tell. Yeah. It's an exciting story to say these these definites happened but um it seems like as we've gotten to know the story more intimately that actually there's a lot of gray area mm -hmm. and probably the story is just that sometimes the story Period. is that it <laughs> I, I thought you were... i just wanted to get real for a minute <laughs> um okay so let's break into how do you feel about this how song? do you feel about this song um well Ladies first. <laughs> what do you What do you think? I there's I feel like there's some mixed emotion about this. It's one of those things. I absolutely yeah. love this song. Wow. This is some of my favorite Joey that there is in the universe. Describe. Um, Elaborate. It's it's rockabilly. It's funny and dark at the same time. It's it's really early Ramones, but it's their second album, so they have a little bit of experience in the studio, and you can hear it in their sound. I mean, if you're going to wax poetic about a song, I, we're at the end here, and I feel like now's the time. You know, oh, yeah. This is a song that if I didn't know who these guys were and I heard this on the radio, I would be like, 
please give me 20 more of that. Hmm. You know, I want that over and over and over again. Mm. And if that's all the Ramones ever is, I'm totally satisfied. Mm. (laughs) Um, Thankfully, it's not all the Ramones are. They have a lot more going on than just this. But this is enough for me. Okay. Me? Eh. No. Um, I uh, (laughs) I hated it. (laughs) Sucked. No, I, uh, I, I... I agree. Sacked. I agree. Um, I'm glad Ramones A came up because I feel Ugh. like this is one of those. It's so Ramones A in so yeah. many ways. It is. It's yeah. also kind of one of those culmination songs. And yeah. again, I don't know if I keep uh, like bringing it in to that uh, It's Alive album, but it fits perfectly as like the end of that that little suite Right, the seven song so suite. So it's it, I love that you use the word sweet because sweet. it's sincerely it's a, a double entendre. Yeah. You know, <laughs> yeah, the yeah, song yeah. is also very sweet. I mean, it's, it's funny because it's dark, but it's very sweet sounding. Yeah, I tried to make a list of the things that it has that mm. you'd want. And yeah, it's sort of short, but yeah, there's a humor, but it's sick. Yeah, there's love, but it's awful. Yeah, it's tough without being macho, so we don't have that angle either. Totally, it has. It's such a silly thing to, to like praise a band for having two different sounds. No, because a lot of bands do that. Yeah, Almost all yeah. of them do. But it is something. It gives something to it to just be like, nope, it's gonna start with this. Almost the prettiest sound they've ever made. Yeah. And then they go into what is probably like a fairly standard riff style. Yeah. And then to break it down one more time, and sit on that for a while, and you can't help but just be like, ah. It's a weird, it almost, going back to them playing this live, I get why it didn't fit into what we could call sort of like the the hardcore yeah. days. The Ramones set. Yeah, the Ramones set. The one yeah. that grew into be like, that's yeah. what we're doing. Um, but you'd almost think that there would be something to, especially when they're older, to have like little in-song reprieve, like just mm-hmm. a, like a little rest. And it, like would you'd even think it's like the hives do it all the time Mm -hmm. they pause and everybody freezes and a crowd goes crazy and it's awesome but then you also realize it was like they're literally giving themselves a chance to breathe here too (laughs) it's like it's a showman thing but it's also like no but you're also like managing the show yeah 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 Um, yeah. so it kind of gives that drama and that element to it and so yeah i'm sorry they didn't play it more but it is they played it a lot i'm a love Nice. Big time. I would have Big ended, time love. I would have ended the album with this. Oh, yes. That was our discussion on the previous one. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. I would have I would ended with this cuz it totally. feels I don't know, it just feels like the end, it ends it's I don't yeah. know, it just feels like an end. Yeah. Yeah. It also leaves you wanting more but makes you feel so satiated that you got what you came for. Yes. Um so uh, who's your most valuable? Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. Jerry Ramon? Yeah. It's, <laughs> uh, me too. Although it is a little tricky picking because, well, no, I, okay, she's making a face. Okay, Joey wrote it. I'm only saying Joey's that, maybe yeah, okay. the best. I mean, this is like the best Joey voice there is. <laughs> it's so sure. ice cream meets like it's rockabilly not, meets. It's also like. Young enough that he's not – he's like he's, like you said, he's more polished than the previous one. Yes. There's a little range here. There's actual singing. Yeah. But it's not yet croony singing. 
and it's not quite as affected. It just feels like really it, easy and when's good. When's the last time you I, – I keep bringing it up, but when's the last time you listened to the It's Alive version? I should have played that before we did this because that also it's has – It's been a little bit of a while. Has the hint of the teardrop, like the the I'm going to cry while I sing this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that whole thing. You're like, oh man, he knows. He like, knows. He totally knows. Oh god, yeah. yes, he knows. Yeah. Joey, R.I.P. Boo. <laughs> R.I.P. Boo. Oh, R.I.P. Boo. Well, I guess we gotta bring these encyclopedias back and get our money back. <laughs> okay, so. So I mean, that's it for Leave Home. What what too. what else do you have to say about this song? Anything? What else? What else do you have to say about this album? I love Leave Home. Yeah, I mean, this is like one of your top three. You know? Oh yeah, easy. I, I, I think you said this last time we were talking to Pat, but yeah. what was your favorite album? Give it to me one more time. It's uh, well, T T T D. You know what's funny? So soon, soon we will release the stats about. Can't wait. Everybody's on the edge of their. Everybody's on the edge of their seats. When are we gonna get these stats? Well, I'll tell you. You could go through every show and calculate them yourself. But I would think just by going by my gut. And probably the amount of times I've played it, it may be this album. Yeah, you really like this album. I also I, I love this album as well, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> it it fluctuates. Yeah, I feel like that's part of being a fan of something is that you can't really pick. Like if you if you walk the more up with, I know, the harder it is. Yeah, you, know? if you walk yeah. up to somebody and say like, "What's your favorite uh, Ramon song?" and they say, "I want to be sedated," like like nothing else. And you're, you're like, like, "You don't know anything." Well, it's, it's just like. <laughs> It's, it's I, a great I, song. What I don't mean to say <laughs> is that you're picking a bad song. What I mean yeah. to say is that I, I'm i glad it's hard for me because yeah. I'm like, oh, but if I don't pick that, then I don't. So so I'm going to say – here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to say Leave Home, Yeah. but I'm going to take the Leave Home that comes with Babysitter on it. Ooh, nice. Um, and Carbone and Uncle. Those you're ones. allowed to make so I'm demands. Extra, I'm making extra – because that's the one I kind of like drop on, but that's the – you? I love it. You're like you're. I mean, Rocket to Russia is really my jam, but I love Leave Home. I mean, yeah, I'd take it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad it's here. Me too. <laughs> it's here today. And I mean, gone. it's just Leave you home. know, sometimes we do this podcast, and I'm just reminded of how great this band is and yeah, how sometimes. wonderful this music. No, but I mean. Uh, no, no, you I know. know what so- you mean. Sometimes we're just thinking about it. And no, we've said it. We've said that sort of thing before. And I, I can't remember what song it was, but it was like a block of songs. And there were two that were like, let's say globally speaking, all right. Mm-hmm. But we were praising them yeah. and saying like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then something like this came on and we're like, oh, right. We have no idea. Yeah. What great <laughs> yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. This we were, is clearly. This is what we were thinking. Fantastic. About. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think I think Leave Home is underrated and <laughs> stand by it. All right. Well, hey, everybody. That's going to wrap up Leave Home for us. Um, We hope you've enjoyed the journey through their second album as much as we have. I mean, it's great music. Yeah. And honestly, I I do think there's great music happening now. You know, there will always be great music Mm. as long as there are souls in the world. But this is some great music that will hold up for a long time. Agree. Which is more than most. Yeah. Up yours. <laughs> <the sons. laughs> 
No offense, Mumford and Sons. <laughs> uh, hey, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at The Ramones Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Ramones Podcast, the yada, yada, yada. Um, listen, we only got one more of these left, okay? So tune in next time. We're going to be talking about Zero Zero UFO. Maybe the most Ramones-A. All it needs is the word crummy in the title to make it the most Ramones-A title ever. On Ramones of the Day.